You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on DC Sports Radio 106.7, the fan and always available on the go on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. A-U-D-A-C-Y. You can hear me on Saturdays. You can also hear me Monday through Friday in Richmond, Virginia from 12 to 3 p.m. on the Odyssey app by searching AWOD Radio. And if you follow me on Twitter at AWOD Radio, you'll know that Michael Phillips and I are doing a bet, and that is whether or not the defense will improve under Ron Rivera, right? I'm not a Jack Del Rio fan at all, but I believe that Jack Del Rio is a better defensive coordinator than Ron Rivera. Michael Phillips disagrees, and... We're putting it to the test here. Open up the phone lines, 1-800-636-1067. Will the defense improve under Ron Rivera? The loser has to do 50 push-ups on air. And although I've been working out a little more, 50 push-ups seems like a lot. Joining us right now on the BetQL guest hotline is Michael Phillips. What's going on, MP? Yeah, we, we set the number uh, to, to a point that I think would be uncomfortable for either of us. Uh, I, I tested it out the other night after we made the bet. That was a Friday night we made the bet. So, yeah, last night I tested it out. I got a, a comfortable 20. Like, I got 20 bounced up like I feel good. Uh, got to 30. I don't feel so good anymore. <laughs> I love how you did that last night. That's so random. <laughs> Great <laughs> yeah, Friday night routine. I mean, it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it won't, it won't be an issue, obviously, because I'm, I'm going to win. Uh, you. You, you picked the worst defense in the league and said they're going to keep being the worst defense in the league. Like, I, I got nowhere to go but up, baby. Uh, you know, and I, I, I'm sure uh, they'll improve against uh, – who's the, who's the opponent tomorrow? Probably no – oh, uh-oh. Uh, mistakes may have been made here. Yeah, and then that's uh, you know, a good point as to why I like my chances in this bet is I think you could point to the opponents. They still have to play the Cowboys, who they gave up 45 points to. They still have to play the Niners in that offense. They could face Aaron Rodgers. The L.A. Rams might be one of the hottest teams in football by next week with the way that Matthew Stafford has been playing, and it's the Dolphins this weekend. So explain to the audience here in D.C. why Ron Rivera and his scheme is going to lead to the defense playing better. But things can't get worse, right? Like I, I mean, I, I know that's an oversimplification, but <laughs> things can't things can't get worse than they are right now. And sometimes you try something different. Maybe a guy makes a play or two. Maybe they get a couple takeaways, you know, or, or able to flip some fields because they, they've been so bad, uh, you know, at, at, at pretty much everything this year. But containing those explosive plays, even if you just you know put two safeties up high, you know. Deny those big plays. I, I think you'd see immediate improvement. I think there's road to it. I also think you know, talking to Jonathan Allen this week, talking to those guys, Ron has been hands on with them all week. This is not like a, a token thing he's doing on the way out. He's coaching these guys up. I think his pride as a football coach is on the line a little bit. Uh, I, I do believe 
he is a good defensive football coach. Now, obviously, he won't be back next year. Obviously, he has not done well enough coaching the entirety of the football team. Uh, I think everybody understands that. But at the end of the day, I think Ron Rivera is a good defensive football coach. The problem is Washington has one of the bottom linebacker groups in the NFL, and they're not going to magically become Brian Urlacher or London Fletcher because Ron Rivera is calling plays. I I understand what you're saying. They're rock bottom right now uh, and can't go anywhere but up, but I actually truly believe they will get worse because Ron Rivera is paying attention. It's a great point that he's got a lot of pride on the line here. I just, I don't believe in his schemes i just think he's a dinosaur if you want to chime in phone lines are open 1-800-636-1067 chris let's lock in michael phillips and see if eric and fairfax wants to chime in eric what do you think will the defense improve under ron rivera i think it might because it really can't get much worse but um <laughs> am, uh, will you allow me to make a couple of comments about howell and by enemy yeah sure go ahead so with Howell, I think a lot of people who aren't convinced he's very good are making the mistake of looking at the whole season. If you look at the last four games, he's been incredible. And, yeah, there's a few interceptions, but look at Brady and uh, and Peyton Manning in their first year. And the other thing I think is if you gave him a defensive line such as Philadelphia and Dallas have, I think he could be an MVP candidate. He has moxie um, and uh, his laser passes. I mean, I'm, I'm convinced on him. And then last thing as far as by enemy, uh, I'm not convinced on him because I think he took almost half the season to figure out how to help protect uh, Howell and, and call plays so he wouldn't get sacked as much and injured. And I think there's also a reason why no one offered him a, a head coaching job. So yeah. that's my thoughts. Thanks for letting me talk about it. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, Eric. And I, I do think it is a knock on Biennemi. It took him so long to change his game plan and, and to fit Sam Howell and the current offensive line. I think he was coaching this season uh, to see what he had in his guys, and, and he threw Sam into the fire the first few weeks. And because they had success, I think he kind of stuck with it. Um, even though they started losing games after that. Let's go to Benji in Arlington. Benji, do you want to chime in on this bet between Michael Phillips and myself? Yes, yes. How you, how y'all doing? Thank you for uh, taking my call. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to say uh, I do think it will get a little bit better. The thing is that frustrates me is the fact that we do look good on paper, but going back to Sam Howell, I think it's very unfair for people to say, Sam Howell should maybe should not be the the starting quarterback for next year. I I think he's proven himself arguably the 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 worst O line in the league, and he has he's still leading the the, the league with passing yards. I think that shows a lot as a, a, a first season starter. Yeah, he started the, the the Cowboys game, but I think he's played phenomenal. If he had those weapons, a little bit more weapons, uh, I think we should focus on the draft. Uh, maybe a little bit more. With, the old line and give him a little bit more weapons and, and more opportunity to, to, to really show his talent because I think we all know that Sam Howell is, is a little bit different and, and he might be him in the future. Yeah, I, I believe you, man, and I, I love Sam Howell. That's what's so frustrating about this season. The last 10 weeks of last year, Washington's defense gave up 17 points per game. If they were giving up 17 points per game, we'd be 7-4 and four, or 7-5 and five, or 8-4, and four, exactly. not 4-8, and eight, and that's what drives me crazy. 
Exactly. We we lose we lose games that we should win, and then we 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 we. We play down to, to, to bad teams, and we play up to good teams, like the Eagles. We, both times we played them, we, 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 put up, we, we put up a battle. We put up a battle, and, and it's very frustrating seeing, seeing the team that I love play down to, to a team that's, that's so mediocre as a Giants. Yep. Good call, Benji. I appreciate it. Michael, I'm, I'm getting a little upset here that everyone's taking your side, that the defense just can't get any worse. <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're winning the online poll, though. Uh, you put a poll online on your Twitter. Now, those are people who follow you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, why I don't you say, retweet the poll? Make it a little more fair. <laughs> I will say this to, to the schedule point. I think they'll beat the Cowboys in the last game of the year because that would just be the most classically commander's thing to do, right? Like have the number four draft pick coming into that day and then like end up at number eight and everybody's like, ah, oh, look at that momentum and feel good. Um, I could see that being a contentious week. Now, on your, I'll make your argument for you, too. There is a path, by the way, if the Niners beat the Eagles tomorrow, the Cowboys are playing for a share of the NFC East next week in Dallas against Philly. They could actually still be playing for the bye. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh, Ron Rivera mentioned simplifying the defense. Explain that to me. Yeah, so essentially, you know, instead of having a first down call, a second down call, a third down call, it, it just, you know, it's like a senior bowl, right, or a pro bowl game. You send them out there, here's your job. You're a cornerback. You cover this guy. You're a cornerback. You cover this zone. Whatever it is, there's one call. You do it. You, you go run after it. You know, for the defensive line, obviously a lot was made about how Chase Young in particular kind of never fit into the Jack Del Rio schemes because he liked to just go be an athlete and make plays. That's the instruction more or less to, to those four up front. Now, Casey Tuhill isn't Chase Young, obviously, but the instruction up front is go make some plays, go cause some, some havoc, go, go do some damage. Um, Long term, that's a bad approach, obviously. Right. Um, but in the short term, that's probably the best you can do here in terms of unwinding both what Jack Del Rio did and also you need to evaluate these guys for next year. You need to evaluate which guys should get contracts, which guys should hang around. And it was getting really hard to do with how bad that defense was. And, and I totally get what you're saying. They can't get any worse from this. They, you know, they're already rock, rock, uh, rock bottom. But simplifying the defense, the way you explain that to me, I get it. They're going to hope to eliminate, you know, blown coverages and missed assignments and stuff like that. But it kind of seems like, oh, just go out there and try to make a play. And we don't have enough talent. And, yeah, we're going against the Miami Dolphins this week. And, yeah, the Cowboys scored 45. Dolphins might do that as well, right? I mean, I just think the defense is not going to improve. If anything, it's going to be just as bad. They're still going to give up 400 yards a game. Well, yeah, and that's why – that's why I'm making the bet for the rest of the season, not for Sunday, right? Like, yeah. the defense could get better and allow 35 points tomorrow. Like, both yeah. those things are very possible to achieve. Uh, I'm banking on that Rams-Jets stretch as being, yeah. you know, an opportunity for this defense uh, to maybe get right a little bit, maybe put some good numbers up a little bit. Because you know, even Mr. Optimist here, raising my hand, saying I'll put some push-ups on the line to get better, I'm not here to give you hope for tomorrow. Uh, you know, unless the skies like open up and it starts downpouring and everybody just runs the ball 50 times, I don't, I don't see a lot of paths to victory tomorrow. All right, let's do a little rapid fire with the callers here. Do you believe in Michael Phillips? Will the defense improve, or do you believe in AWOD here on this bet? 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Tony in Southern Maryland. Tony, you're on the fan. AWOD, you made some great points earlier about separation with McLaurin and Dotson. I think it all evolves real quick. 
around Sam Howell's timing with this putrid offensive line, and I think if we give him something, we can grow with, with Howell. But your other point is you're spot on. You, we can The defense, unless somebody gets in the locker room and ties the shoelaces of Waddle and Tariq Hill together, <laughs> St. Juice, Danny Johnson are not going to improve. They are they are zone cover cornerbacks. They are not man to man cornerbacks. They have proven it week in and week out that no matter what Del Rio did, they can't cover anybody. So we don't. I, your point earlier is we don't have the talent. We we don't have the talent on the back end or the middle linebacker. Or now we need a pass rushing defensive end. But we just, Rivera, unless something magically happens with the Dolphins, two his arm falls off or the shoelaces are tied together, St. Juice is going to get dragged around the field. And the only, the only time he won't get dragged is if he, does a, if he commits pass interference, which that's a likelihood too. So with the, the defense, Ron has not got any magic sauce because just like Bill Parcells said, said way, way back, if you want me to make the dinner, you got to let me pick the groceries. Well, Ron, you picked these groceries. Now you're laying eggs on the dinner table. So I agree with you 100%. I don't see improvement. I want to see growth in how. That's all I'm watching the game for. Let's see him get better and better as we go. The defense is a lost cause. Sorry, been a fan for 40 years. And the defense, we don't have Daryl Green. We don't have a Champ Bailey. We don't have a shutdown cornerback. And that's one of our problems. Good call, Tony. I appreciate it. Rapid fire. Let's go to Drew in D.C. Who do you believe will win this bet, Drew? Well, I say it's kind of like a half and half. I say you got to look at the old and the new. I just say with Ron, you don't see no improvement. But also, like I say, was that's not really mentioned. It's been mentioned. I said the cornerback coach, you know, remember he was let go. And the defense was, you know, pretty good on the back end, yeah. you know, a couple of years ago. But when they let go of their cornerback coach, everything went down there. You look at all the coordinators that we let go. It has succeeded in other places. And I think sometimes, you know, um, it's just, he's just stuck in the past. And I think that loyalty to, to Del Rio has been a detriment to the fans and also to the team. Because I'm like, and also, I want to put this out there. I think also, I, t- I know everybody's a big fan of Terry McLaurin. I am too. But I've been to all their, basically all their games. He needs to start winning his battles one-on-one on the field to get some passes too, man. Y'all keep up the great work. Thanks, man. And, Michael, you were beating the drum for that secondary coach. Uh, he agrees with you there. Yeah, you know, they need – I don't know how you how you do Tyree Kill, but, like, they need to figure out – can Forbes be an NFL player? Like, how do you fix him? They need to figure out how do you get St. Juice on the right track. Because I, I love St. Juice's length. I love the way he plays the game. But he hasn't been good this year. Uh, you know, Kendall Fuller's been the only bright spot in that secondary, I would argue. you got to figure out – how you can get these guys going over the last five and see who you can roll with in the next year. Yeah, and, and, and you'd argue, hey, Ron Rivera drafted Emmanuel Forbes. If there's anyone that's going to get him to play better, it's Ron Rivera. Well, you, there, there were things they liked. Obviously, Brent Bieselmeyer, you know, I reported this week, the defensive backs coach, he, he was very big on Forbes. And, and you know, I, I think there's an understanding now that that was a bit of a miss, especially watching, <laughs> you know, Joey Porter in, in Pittsburgh tearing it up and, and some of the other guys they could have had. Um, but yeah, you got you got to do something. With, there's a reason you fell in love with him. Um, you know, with Jamin Davis, the answer was move him to a different position, which is just that that's such a classic Commanders move, by the way, right? Like 
Brandon Sheriff, tackle of the future. Actually, he is better at guard. Um, Jamin Davis, middle linebacker of the future. Actually, he's kind of an outside linebacker now that we think about it. Um, so we'll we'll see where uh, we'll see where Emmanuel Forbes ends up. Michael uh, Chuck just tweeted me. He says the defense will look dominant, give up eleven points, and my disdain for Rivera will turn into raging hatred. <laughs> because of the draft pick thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if you're gonna win, win now. Don't don't win halfway. Like you know, if you're gonna like turn on the Jets towards the end, win tomorrow. Roll a few off, fine, if you're going to do that. But don't, don't tease me. Don't, don't lose a few and then win the last couple. That, that's when I'll get on the tank bandwagon. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do like 35, 40 push-ups after the show today just to get myself ready for this bet. <laughs> I can't wait. I, I mean, I can't wait for this report on 35. Like, I tapped out at 30. Um, <laughs> thankfully, I've got, I've got five weeks to go. Unfortunately, those five weeks are like the best five eating weeks of the year. Um, so I, I don't see myself making positive. I think I think my better plan is to root for the defense as opposed to rooting for my fitness level. That's MP on the mic. Follow him on social media, Michael P in RVA. I'm Adam Epstein at AWOD Radio. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. Live and local in the nation's capital until 12 noon. Will the commander's defense improve now that Ron Rivera has taken over defensive play calling duties? 1-800-636-1067. You know, Jack Del Rio's calling card defensively here in Washington was this bend but don't break defense. The problem is that we were breaking, right? I mean, it was more than just broken glass. It was a shattered windshield this season. They broke and they broke hard, giving up explosive plays for touchdowns, allowing teams to drive the length of the field and not settling for three when they get there, converting on fourth down, getting into the end zone. Can Ron get the guys to play better inside the 20? Now, the thing is, is I completely doubt it because it's the same exact personnel, right? Deron Payne had a career bass 11 and a half sacks last year and earned that big contract. He just has two this season. And Jonathan Allen hasn't showed up much. And we're still starting David Mayo last time I checked. So I don't think the defense is going to improve under Ron Rivera. If you want to chime in, 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Solomon 
in Brandywine. What's going hey. on, Solomon? What's going on, A.Y., man? Hey, man, love the show. Thank hey, you. You are hitting the head. You're hitting the nail on the head. It's a thing. It can be talent and it can be coaching. But the thing is, this is more so a talent situation because even when Jack did call the right plays to put them in position to make the play, they wasn't making the play. We don't have elite talent on the defensive side of the ball on, on all three phases, the D-line, linebackers, or secondary. Don't get me, long, don't get me wrong, I like, I like Payne and Allen, but they're not elite. We don't have elite-level talent, at least one playmaker out there on the field that can di- disrupt the offense. And you have to blame Ron for that, whether you want to say coaching or talent evaluation, because like you said, he, cooked, he, he, he picked the groceries like the one caller said. It's on him. And I, I don't see the defense changes, to be honest with you, because if he the coach and he saw it was a difference, a problem in the defensive scheme, he could have been took the clip, the, the, the clipboard from Jack Del Rio. You feel me? So I yeah. don't think it's going to change. Yeah. I, I think they're going to look exactly the same because we got the same talent. Now, these guys might put a little bit more effort into it because now they, even if they they playing, they're not playing just to play here. This is they take to go somewhere else. Right, so, but I still have that. I, mean? I just have that lasting image in my mind of Jack Del Rio on the sidelines with his right. you know eyebrows raised and he's got the iPad. He's pointing to Jam and Davis and he's saying, "Well, this is what you did wrong. It wasn't my scheme. The scheme's I mean, not the issue. It, it, it's it ain't the talent. Davis, it ain't Davis. Oh, Davis ain't no middle linebacker. For one, you try to get a guy that didn't really have that much experience at the collegiate level and tried to make him the Mike linebacker. That failed miserably." You didn't go out and get a. Uh, you knew you, you knew you needed a middle linebacker. You had Jeff Bosick, who was out of place all the time. You kept bringing him back. Like you brought back Mayo. Like come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Like so, without no middle linebacker out there on the field, they're gonna get cooked. You know what I'm saying? We don't have no cover middle linebacker. We don't have no middle linebacker that could fill the gap and blitz. Like they're gonna get cooked. It's not gonna change. So <laughs> I'm just looking forward to next year, man. I hope the GM. He, he, he know what he's doing. We get this thing together, man. So I'm just yeah. going to ride out the season, yeah. man, and just look towards next year. I do want Howe to do better, though. Yeah, uh, You know what I'm saying? I need Howe to keep going and progressing. Like, this is only his 14th game, so I'm not tripping. They need to get that O-line together. We can't blame Howe for his downs. That O-line is horrendous. And that's Ron fault too. You let the best left tackle go for a little bit of change. You kept you know what I'm saying, franchise and sheriff and then replace them. So all of this stuff, it's Ron's fault. I yeah. mean, it's, it's, it's his fault. Right, so, you're right. It comes right, down to Ron Rivera. Yeah, man, I appreciate you chiming in. Good call. Let's go to line three. Bill in Spotsylvania. What's up, Bill? How you doing, A-Wad? I just want to – I'm on the same uh, team with you. Hal's definitely uh, improving every week. He's not degressing. And as far as the defense go with uh, our coach, I don't normally watch individual play. I just like the action and the party style, the feel of everything. But I started just watching the defensive back in the last few games. Yeah. And I have never seen that much space that they're giving up from the beginning of the play to the coverage. They might as well be sitting in chairs waiting for the receivers <laughs> to wide by. Right. I mean, to right. run by. And, uh, and I'm tired of hearing about just having that number one quarterback. If you look over the history of the Hogs and that type of player, no disrespect to Theismann or any great quarterback, with those lines, you could have ran any back or any quarterback that was college material, 
And just like the running back that were in the Super Bowl, I don't think I don't remember his name. I don't think he lasted two years after that. Mm-hmm. That whole line is where the money is, besides oh. the quarterback. So yes, I'm with you on how and building the team and not getting a number one quarterback and paying that money next year. Yeah. So let me ask you one thing on the defense, though. So Ron Rivera says he's going to simplify things. You know, being a fan watching the game. I mean, don't doesn't that just drive you crazy? Like, what do you mean you're going to simplify things? If you were going to simplify things, you should have made that change five or six weeks ago. There's just no way that that's going to work. <laughs> I can't believe it. You're you're totally a hundred percent right. Simplifies seeing it something sounds like when we were getting beat. I was back in the uh, remember the Titans movie graduating that year. Remember uh, getting beat by sixty to nothing by the the uh, Williams uh, the Woods the Titans. And um, the coaches would say something like that. We're going to uh, uh, simplify this just not to, to get beat as bad. Uh, that is uh, something that some high school coach might say. Right. Not even high school. Ron Rivera, like kiss my butt. Your defense is not going to improve. <laughs> Good call, Bill. Let's keep it going here. We've got, we've got James in uh, St. Mary's County. James, you're on the fan. How you doing, fellas? I'm good, man. How are you? Doing wonderful, man. Um I just want to elaborate on like how the season has been uh, very, very. I don't even know what to say, man. It's like it's shocking <laughs> that uh, we still in the same defense. My thing is this: if we was a four-three defense, why is it the fact that most of these games that I see, I always see only two linebackers and they playing this nickel defense right. thing? I, uh, I never understood that for one. You know what I'm saying? And well, I think I think if they put another linebacker out there, it'll expose just how bad all of them are. I mean, I'd like to play zero linebackers because they all stink. <laughs> hey, hey, you're right though. But I mean, a lot of those guys, like like Barton, he's not a bad guy. But it's like we always get one guy, and then we got all these like all these crumb players that this. Got a piece of this and a piece of that. We never get a good cover linebacker. You know what I'm saying? We always get, like, I feel like I knew once Chase and Sweat was gone, we really were going to be hurt. I knew we weren't going to be able to afford those guys next year. But it's like to see them work and doing what they were doing on defense, I mean, the man had five sacks in, like, seven games. So, like, between the two of them, I'm like, we were getting getting pressure on the quarterbacks. We just don't do any uh, in, like interceptions or any turnovers to help us out. Because how do you get nine sacks in a game and don't win? Yeah. No, our secondary is the biggest issue, and I said that coming into the off season. I, I, you know, I said oh, Kendall Fuller's too slow. He can't be your starting quarterback in the NFL anymore. I actually believed, I was stupid enough to believe that Benjamin St. Juice getting LASIK eye surgery was going to turn him into an all-pro corner. I'm an idiot for thinking yeah. that. All he does is foul people. He can't guard anyone at all. And then we drafted Emmanuel Forbes, and Fred Smoot got us all hyped for him, and now he got benched after a few games. So uh, the secondary is the biggest issue right now. I mean, but, but well, I, and, and, and elaborate on, on, on Forbes. Forbes is a young a young guy, a guy, he does have some some talent. He really does. He shows it on the on the field here and there. But I, to me, I always would say that Jack Del Rio's defense 
always leads our guys. I don't care if you got a top-notch linebacker or a corner or safety or whatever. He always leads those guys on an island on themselves. It's like your defense is the reason why these guys look like crap. <laughs> I think Jack Del Rio defense has not looking good since back when they won the Super Bowl back with Denver. Like, so is it going to improve it. now under Ron Rivera? I mean, to me, sir, not really. I mean, <laughs> we don't have a lot of those games where – James, I think you dropped off. we got to take a quick commercial break here. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Don't go anywhere. i still got 30 minutes left here on a Saturday on The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to AWOD Radio. Here on a Saturday morning in the nation's capital, phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. I want to get my take out of the way, and then we'll take your phone calls once again, 1-800-636-1067. I've really enjoyed what I've seen from Sam Howell this season, but the offense has struggled as of late here, and I wonder what's the big issue for the offense. Well, I'd argue it's turnovers, right? We're starting to see Coach Eric Bieniemy commit to the run successfully. They ran a lot more than people talk about against the Dallas Cowboys. The problem is we're having success with the short passes, and Sam's getting out of the pocket, but then we're having issue with, like, third and shorts and fourth and short. But against Dallas, they had possession for 37 minutes and then only scored 10 points. And I'm wondering, why are we struggling to score so much if we're moving the ball? And I think it comes down to... Hey, we've got a young quarterback who's struggling in the red zone. And that's the, always the toughest thing for a quarterback to fully understand. In the red zone, you can't take as many chances. you got to throw the ball away. But you also have to, at the same time, squeeze it into some small windows if you're going to score in the red zone because there's no throwing it over the top anymore. The The field shrinkens, uh, shrinks when you get to inside the 20. And I think that the issue is this team just turns the ball over too much. And they can't execute in short yardage situations, and that's why the offense hasn't looked as great as of late. But in my opinion, Sam Howell's the guy. He seems to have figured out the pace of the game, and the sack issue isn't as big of a deal anymore. But they have to play better towards the end of the season, not just to convince me and the fan base, but to convince ownership to stick with this Howell B enemy combo, or even just to stick with Howell because a few more losses leads to draft talk which leads to focusing more and more on maybe finding the next franchise quarterback, which I hate, right? We've got too many other holes to fill. But if the question is, is Sam Howell the answer at quarterback for Washington? And if I'm saying yes, and I believe he is, then, then what's the next question? That's how do we improve the defense? 
What's the weakness with the defense? Was it Coach Jack Del Rio? I don't think it was. We'll find out as Ron Rivera takes over here, but I believe the defense is going to get worse under Ron here and things that are going to crumble and fall apart over the final weeks, five weeks. Will the defense improve? Tell me what you think. 1-800-636-1067. I just think, you know, you look at this team. The defense is so bad because we don't have a linebacker and because we don't have the secondary and because we have paid two guys at the defensive tackle position and they're not having great seasons, right? Statistically, Jerron Payne not having a good season. Jonathan Allen hasn't shown up in the highlights. They're both already paid. How do you fix the defense then? In the offseason, they're definitely going to have to draft an edge rusher to replace Montez Sweat and Chase Young. But at the same time, I think we need another starting corner. We might need another safety. Doesn't look like Quan Martin and Manuel Forbes are the answer. If you want to chime in, 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to the phone lines. Dave in Reston. You're on the fan, Dave. What's up? What's up, buddy? Hey, d- hey, deal with me. I'm uh, two, Bloody Mar- two double Bloody Mary Z- in for the uh, day, but I-, I got some takes, so <laughs> hope you're doing well. I don't love a Bloody Mary. I'd be going with a mimosa, but I appreciate you calling in. What are your thoughts on yeah. the defense? Well, uh, we'll get there in, in one second. Regarding the Howell, one of my favorite saying, sayings in life, and it, it can really be applied to anything, is that you don't sacrifice good that you already have in the pursuit of great. We okay. have good with Howell, right? So, and there's the potentiality that he could be great, but we we still don't know. So I think we need to stick with him. And um, I know he, he makes a couple bonehead plays here and there, but overall he's been pretty amazing. Uh, yeah. Like, But hold on, hold on, Dave. Hold on, Dave. I understand, I, and I've heard yeah. that before. You know, don't let good get in the way of greatness. But if Sam Howell is good and they keep losing games and all of a sudden Caleb Williams, who I think can be great, becomes an option – do you trade up and, and and move on from Sam Howell? Caleb is a it's 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 a roll of the dice. Are 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 you going to get sevens or are you going to crap out? Yeah, you don't know. We we yeah. already have Howell. So, uh, but it, a couple of other just very quick things, like um, in terms of the next draft, like I would love the next first two picks. Obviously, to be O-line, uh, left tackle. And uh, as much as Logan Thomas has been through this team and his injuries and stuff like that, have you seen what Laporta has done for Detroit? Right. Imagine if Powell, imagine if Powell had like a, a check-down guy like that. Like, like I think our, our, our first two picks should be O-line, and um, uh, I'm not a draft expert. I, I, I don't know who the top t- tight ends are out there, but... I think um, I think that should be first on the board. And I, I mean, but here's the thing, Dave. Though, if you draft offensive line and tight end, well, then how does the defense improve? That's the thing. That, that last point, defense can be schemed. Offense, you need talent. Okay. Defense can be coached. You can have a very good defense with basically fourth and fifth round picks. You need, of course, you need you know one or two, or two stars, but you need to know how to use them. I mean, look how Dallas uses uh, Parsons. I mean, they move him all around. Look how um, Pittsburgh uses uh, Watt. They move him all around. With, with with the line that we had 
you know, before everyone got traded, everyone was just in their spot. Everyone was just in, in their stance, and it was very predictable, right? you you got to get creative. I think you can have less talent on D, but you need better coaching. But on offense, you definitely need the uh, talent to win. Good call, Dave. I appreciate it, man. Enjoy the rest of your brunch. Thanks. Yep, you're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan, live and local here in the nation's capital and always available on the go on the free Odyssey app. I appreciate you guys riding with me here on a Saturday morning, December 2nd, my favorite month of the year. Of course, I love Christmas, love the holidays. My birthday is December 26th. And yet the one thing that I don't love about this December is that my commanders are not even in the hunt. So I'm grasping for a win Sunday so that next week we're at least on the graphic for Thursday Night Football alongside the Green Bay Packers. Are we really worse than Jordan Love and the Packers? Are we not better than the Atlanta Falcons and that team there? Are we better than the Minnesota Vikings led by Josh Dobbs? I just want to be in the hunt. I'm desperate, desperate to be in the hunt. I can't tank. It's not in my DNA. If you want to chime in, phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. I did want to give a huge shout-out to all the loyal members of the AWOD Army. I couldn't do it without all you soldiers out there. And I have noticed a few more D.C. listeners calling into my Richmond show. I really appreciate the support. You can catch me Monday through Friday from 12 to 3 p.m. on the Odyssey app on the go. Just search 910 The Fan. And I had a few listeners find out. It was like, man, I didn't know you were doing a daily show in Richmond. I've been at this for a little over a year now. It's going really well. The only thing that's missing is all the callers that I get here Saturday mornings in D.C. So if you're enjoying the show, call me during the week and let me know you're listening. We could talk commanders, D.C. sports, college basketball, and more on 910 The Fan Monday through Friday from 12 to 3 p.m. All right, to close out the show today, before I hand it off to Doc Walker, Saw an article from Rego's Rag. Four commanders on the hot seat entering week 13 versus the Dolphins. They put Terry McLaurin on this list, and I, I don't agree with that. I mean, I understand, you know, he's having a down year based off of his high standards, and he's already been paid. Uh, you need him to reach 1,000 yards receiving. The problem is, is I don't think Terry McLaurin's the issue as much as it is the offensive line. And some people would argue it's Eric Bieniemy. I would argue that Coach Bieniemy is now changing his play calling to fit the young quarterback and the terrible offensive line that he's been dealt. He's, he's, you know, working with the hand that he's been dealt here. And although Terry's having a down year, I still think we can count on him on third downs. And he also dropped the ball twice with the game on the line. And so part of it is on Terry himself. He's got to do a better job when they throw it his way. Next guy they mentioned is Benjamin St. Juice. Four guys on the hot seat when entering week 13 against the Dolphins. I'm just so over St. Juice, not just on the on the hot seat with him. I'm moving on from him at the end of this season. I just I can't watch him anymore, put his hands on every receiver, and then throw up the BSJ like he's a lockdown corner. No, you're a cheater. You don't play the game in the right way. You try to use your length and size to your advantage instead of moving your feet. You got no vertical or uh, lateral quickness, and so I'm over him. I just think Tyreek Hill is going to 
go crazy against him and Jalen Waddle, even if he can jam them at the line of the scrimmage because they have the speed to destroy him and he doesn't have a way to counteract that elite speed. Uh, then they put to Percy Butler as safety for the commanders. Um, I don't know if I have an issue with the way Percy Butler has played this season, stepping in for Derek Forrest. I just know the safeties haven't been good enough. And then the last guy is head coach Ron Rivera. He's got no more cards left to play, they write. And I, I totally agree, right? If the defense is going to improve, it will be because of Ron Rivera's play calling. I just don't think he's got what it takes. I don't think the locker room is going to be inspired to play for Ron any more than they were playing for Jack Del Rio. And um, I, I would even argue the defense might not get better, but I think the offense will get better now that Ron Rivera can leave the enemy completely alone, they might not run the ball more than once this weekend, but I think they might have success uh, with the way he's been working with Sam Howe. Now let's get to AWOD's keys to victory here. You know, I promised I'm not going to pick the Commanders to win any more games this year. I've given up on this team. I picked them to beat the Giants twice just for them to throw chicken parm sandwich right in my face and lose to the Giants twice. First one, Tyrod Taylor. The second one, Tommy DeVito, Danny DeVito, whatever DeVito. He was on his mom's couch like a Taylor Heineke story, and now he led the Giants to a win over the Commanders and the New England Patriots. So, not picking the Commanders to beat the Dolphins, but if they were to get the win here, would be how? Number one is the key to victory is turnovers, right? I mean, They've turned the ball over like crazy the last few games. The embarrassing turnovers against the Giants. They had the interception return for a touchdown against the Cowboys. If they have any chance to keep it close against the Dolphins, got to find a way to pick off Tua. you got to find a way to have a clean game from Sam Howell. That's what I'm looking for. So key to victory number one, win the turnover battle. Uh, Sam, Sam is balling. Sam is balling. He's playing well. I, I think the second key to victory is... For Sam to keep up the way he's been playing offensively and for the defense to just not suck. And that leads into the third key to victory here. you got to stop giving up explosive plays. The problem, Dolphins lead the league in explosive plays with 100, and the Commanders lead the league in explosive plays given up at 88. 88 times we've given up a pass of 16 or more yards or a rush of 12 or more. That is embarrassing, and it's not going to get any better under head coach Ron Rivera now calling the plays on the defensive side of the ball. Appreciate everybody listening to the show. This has been AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan and always available on the go on the Odyssey app. Appreciate Metal Chris for producing the show today. I'll see you guys next Saturday morning, 9 a.m. on The Fan. Ron Rivera, kiss my butt. Your defense is not going to improve. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 